Hello, good day to you all. Welcome to Realism, the podcast, a show that's passionate about the film world and all the universes within it. I am so relaxed right now, but my name is Christian Spivey, and today we're going to go over the top 10 Christopher Nolan films of all time, besides Oppenheimer. That one's going to get its own review in itself. Look forward to that. We have a special guest. She's one of the biggest Christopher Nolan fans in the entire world, uh, if not the best his top fan anyway i'm a big fan of hers and you'll see who it is later on but until then let's go over his top 10 films starting at number 10 starting at number 10 i have the dark knight rises i'll put that at a 5.5 out of 10 uh as film goes it was great film Uh, this is on a spectrum of christopher nolan films so don't get mad at me um it wasn't the best obviously they had to do with what happened with uh unfortunate events with heath ledger uh, because i heard there's different script for that film entirely but if if you haven't seen dark knight rises and or the our nolan's batman trilogy i highly recommend it one of the greatest superhero like trilogy out there number nine is tenant anything that has to do with like time travel or or some kind of like like any concept of that i love it john david washington his like one of his first major lead roles uh he his dad is david or david his dad is denzel washington if you did not know that already uh he came into acting later in the game and he did a fantastic job i love the film i love the concept of it i still don't really understand it to this day but i hold love the whole protagonist like no name character i love how you can get away with that he did big stunts um, it was one of the first big films to come out of 2020 uh, when theaters came back in open after uh, the unfortunate events of COVID-19. But I loved it. Um, Nolan said, don't try to understand it. Just enjoy it. And I did that. And I followed his advice. And it was fantastic. Uh, coming at number eight would be Batman's Begins. Uh, such a great origin film uh, for Batman. I thought it was really well done. It was really thought out. had great actors. And it was just a great introduction to uh, Bale's Batman. And Nolan did a fantastic job with one, two, and three. Uh, even though it's on my lower list, again, this is on the spectrum of Christopher Nolan. So it's a, it's a hard spectrum to put these films in the order. And you might actually be shocked by my top five. But we're getting to that. Coming in at number seven would be Dunkirk. War movies are are hard to hit on these days, especially in modern times. Um, Saving Private Ryan, Black Hawk Down. Uh, there's a lot, just to name a couple. Like there's a lot of good films that are war films out there on plenty of times in history or just basing it off narratives of history but dunkirk was really well done i was really really entertained the sound design obviously was really good and it was just a beautiful beautifully shot film didn't necessarily feel it was like the calm within the storm like you're in the eye of the storm but you're getting it and following the different storylines uh i just thought it was just a really well done war film and i loved it a lot Number six is going to be Inception. Um, the dreamlike, lucid dreaming, and all that uh, concept was just mind blowing. Leonardo DiCaprio, one of his probably his best performances, coming in, into the top five. Here you go. Here's here's where you're gonna really get um, <laughs> start getting uh... a. <laughs> um, actually, I did lie. I am including Oppenheimer in this list, but I'm not going in depth as far as my review on it. But Anyway, uh, number five, we're coming in at The Dark Knight. You heard it, The Dark Knight. Um, (laughs) Fantastic sequel, fantastic film on all ends. It pushed the boundaries. It came out in like 2008. 
which is just like unheard of to do such like incredible stunts and and just introduce some cool stuff the, uh, the bat cycle in there was incredible the joker performance was unique in its own it's still talked to to this day as one of heath ledger's greatest performances if not his greatest performance ever so if he was still alive today i cannot imagine what kind of films he would be leading and what kind of depths and like boundaries he would be pushing beyond that point and how what he would have been offered and what his status would have been uh to this day i would i would see him as a, a leo, leo kind of type role uh, maybe like almost daniel day lewis like um that's bold to say but uh maybe in an alternate universe but in this universe unfortunately we will never know um but rest in peace ledger you have that it's one of the greatest thing as far as nolan films go it's my top it's my number five it's still my top five though number four is just it's just I'm going to keep it plain and simple, Oppenheimer. Number three would be Memento. Memento is just a fantastic film. That junk came out in the 90s, y'all. And Guy, uh, what's his name? Guy, Guy, not Fieri. Oh my gosh. I know somebody just said that in their head um, or out loud. But the lead actor in there, it's just like the story was just told backwards. And it was just such a unique concept. Uh, just out of place storytelling like in the 90s I was I guess not too popular but like with Tarantino and Pulp Fiction and with that coming out I don't think they were in the same year but uh, I think Memento was 99 and I think Pulp Fiction was 94 but just the, that film what it was how entertaining and how they use tattoos and and just things that weren't really common but are still relevant and I think it ages really well and it was just an indie film at its best in in its time like and I just just thought it was just a great placement of storytelling it's just like ah storytelling at its finest so it's number three uh number two is probably gonna shock the crap out of everybody and number one but number two of nolan films this is hard but i'll tell you why right now but number two is interstellar interstellar should be number one i know uh, a lot of you are probably saying that but um nonetheless it is a is my god oh my gosh like it's just one of the greatest movies of all time i will say that now uh in a spectrum of general films and all that but as far as like um nolan films it, it, there's just like a personal side of things for me which is why this is my top 10 list of nolan films uh but yeah if it, it when it comes to his films like this is only number two for a personal reason and and why number one is number one but number two is interstellar one of the greatest space movies of all time uh, i loved it it just like if if 2001 space odyssey stanley kubrick's space film was revamped and just told probably in the way i don't know just practically beautiful like it was just such a unique and and creative element uh to the film world i just think it's established itself has so many stars such a great ensemble i think it was a performance i, I did not expect mcconaughey to have it's such a heaviness in and or just have such an impact on me. Like, I didn't take him that serious as an actor uh, when I watched this film, but I, I never doubted his performances after. Um, I should have took it more seriously. I try not to do that anymore with actors and, like, think about him. Like, oh, he's, like, the funny, like, yeah, all right, all right, all right guy. Like, but anyway, loved it. Jessica Chastain's in it. Sebastian Stan, I think, is in it for a second. And Michael Caine, obviously. And then Anne Hathaway's performance. Matt Damon uh, sneaking his little cameo in there. And just the rest of the cast is just... And the whole performance score, everything about this film is fantastic. I promise you. Like, if you have not seen this film and you have an opportunity, if they ever do it in the theaters again, go, go experience this film. 
it is amazing and you're probably asking why the heck is this is number two anyway i guess it is a personal reason but number one is going to be the prestige now i know you're thinking some of you you're like the prestige some of you probably never even heard of it it's two magicians that are friends they become enemies they become performance but it's like the most serious dark turn of how magicians can go it's at the peak of like electricity and like i think it takes place in the 1800s christian bale hugh jackman uh scarlett johansson uh piper uh pike i think her piper pike i don't i don't know michael kane is in it there is just such a great cast of people that weren't really where they are now but they were up and coming if not established but not as established if that makes sense but this was my first nolan film i think that i can remember and it was the first film that i literally understood the plot twist and really comprehended that wow that was just really really cool the plot twist you could probably see it now over time i don't think it's one of his best aged films but to create something that was so uh, from an 80 page book a short story if you will like i don't think it was a novel technically but it was a short story and then like the whole concept of the prestige and what it is and like they say how they started it is basically how they ended the film and like the plot twist and the acting and the seriousness is like oh my gosh like and then like the 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 science that went into it and then like uh just like it went from illusionist to like actual science and like trickery and deceiving and like you can't cheat your way to success and like it was a simpler than it was like i don't know it just had such a personal like the uh per, it just it's personal for me like it's just the first one i've ever watched i'm pretty sure uh, just I understood it from a young age and perspective and I was just like mind blown that that you could watch a movie and that can end like that and just still be entertained so for me the prestige is like my number one Christopher Nolan film uh, it's really nit nit I mean or nil nil like when it comes to like those two I mean I rate those interstellar and the prestige as the same uh, score like 9.4 is out of 10 memento number three my number three Nolan film is uh, 9.2 out of 10 oppenheimer is 9 out of 10 uh, uh you'll get we'll talk about that later um the dark knight 8.9 out of 10 inception 8.1 dunkirk 8 out of 10 batman begins 6.5 tenet 6 out of 10 and the dark knight rises 5.5 out of 10 these are not bad reviews in my opinion anything over a five is worth checking out or worth discussing if not anything below that it gets like really really technical i would say nitpicky if i want to be like that but i don't think i find myself being like that because i know what goes behind a film and then i also don't know what goes behind a film entirely so but those are my top 10 nolan films i i think that's pretty established and probably shocking to a lot of people uh if you're wondering about insomnia and following i have not seen those films i'm pretty sure um or at least i haven't i always get insomnia in a movie uh paul thomas anderson's magnolia uh, I believe is called uh, Confused. So I got to rewatch those and make sure I know what I'm, if I have, I can redo this list. But I knew those for a fact that I've seen and I, and I stick to my list to this day. So if you disagree, tell me what you disagree. What's your top five? What's your top number one? What's your top 10? Like hit me with them uh, because those are mine. And like, that's it. Like, that's pretty much it. Those are my top 10 Christopher Nolan films. And I hope you enjoyed it. And we'll see you next time. Later.